Thank you to Natalia for reaching out with the question. My daughter is in second grade and is behind in reading and lazy in math. She gets very distracted and is always unfocused. Any suggestions? Thanks in advance. So today's episode is a busy, busy, busy one because we have updates, 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 five reasons why your child is struggling to focus during their Zoom classes, and four tips to keep them focused. And last but not least, my plea for your help, plus a sweet, sweet thank you gift if you do help. So stick around. As an educator, behavior analyst, and tutor of 15 years, I've pretty much seen everything when it comes to children struggling with school. All the way from high-profile Hollywood families to low-income families with special needs children. All across the U.S. and even overseas. Let me, Stephanie Johnson, help you help your child not only improve in school, but develop the skills they'll need for lifelong stability, happiness, and success. Hello, hello. So first, updates. My husband and I are moving. Now, whether or not you knew, we've been in Jamaica the last few months. My husband has been here for nine and I've been here the last six. But our time overseas has come to an end for now and we'll be heading back home. So across the next two weeks, we'll be moving from Kingston to Miami and then the last two or three days of September, we'll be driving up from Miami to Norfolk, Virginia. We're so excited for this next stage in our lives and we're very excited to live in the little Freemason district. It's just so cute and quaint. But the reason I bring up this update is because this is a one-woman show, don't you know? Tutor in Tinseltown and the Learning Corner, it's just me, Stephanie Johnson. So... I hope you'll give me a little bit of flexibility and grace if one of those, or one or both of those update, uh, uh, sorry, not updates, if one or both podcast episodes for the next two weeks are a little bit early or a little bit late, you'll still be getting your episodes, a hundred percent, but just know that they won't be from this little studio that you've come to know and love in the cor- this little corner of Kingston. <laughs> so without further ado, that's my first update. The Johnsons are moving back to the States. I'm so excited to go back home. It's been a while. <laughs> and my second update for you guys is that I don't know if you were following along in my fall back in love with parenting challenge where I announced that the doors were open to the Clever Kid Curriculum Membership Program. We welcome so many new members, and I'm so excited to serve them in our bigger and better and stronger community. Now, without further ado, I do still have to answer Natalia's question, so stick with me if your child struggles with keeping focus in their Zoom classes. That's coming next.
I was so excited to see that Natalia had reached out to me on the Learning Corners website. If you have any questions or comments or suggestions, do as Natalia did and reach out at services.tutorintinseltown.com backslash TLC. There's a button down at the bottom that says click if you have a question or suggestion for the Learning Corner. You'll pop in your question and I can answer it right here on the podcast channel. Now, Natalia's question was, my daughter is in second grade and is behind in reading and lazy in math. She gets very distracted and is always unfocused. Any suggestions? Thanks in advance. Now, Natalia, and for anyone whose child is really struggling to focus in their Zoom classes, there's five main reasons as to why your child may be struggling to keep focused in their classes, all right? These potential um, reasons are that they're stressed, they're feeling uncertain and unstable, they have a lack of routine, their developmental stage, or they may just be zoomed out, (laughs) all right? So let's dive a little bit deeper into each of those reasons, right? Reason number one, stress. Right, stress can wreak havoc on your mind, your mental clarity, your attention span, your ability to learn and retain information. And all of that is critical to learning. If your child is stressed out because of their all these changes happening right around their learning, if they're stressed out because of the shift of getting back into school, if they're stressed out because they miss their friends and family, all of those stressors can really wreak havoc on their ability to perform well in school. Reason number two, and it's kind of tied into reason number three, uncertainty, right? Uncertainty and a lack of stability, a lack of feeling safe and stable can also be a huge problem when trying to get a student to learn. If they're feeling like their life is kind of in a tailspin, And let's face it, who doesn't feel that way with COVID right now? But if your child is feeling a little bit more susceptible than normal, then they may be really struggling to focus on school. Think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Maslow's theory of the hierarchy of needs says that you can't focus on higher level personal needs like self-fulfillment and life goals if your basic needs like food and water and safety haven't been met. Now, I'm not trying to suggest your child thinks that they're starving. I know that you take good care of them. However, if they feel unsafe or they feel insecure or they feel like life is just one big enormous question mark, then they're not going to be able to focus on school because at the end of the day, their health and safety will always beat out <laughs> their learning and their school success. It's, it's not their fault. It is 100% psychology and the way that humans and really all animals are built, right? If you're feeling unsafe and at risk from predators, then you're not trying to play 
or procreate, <laughs> right? You have to meet your basic needs first. And for your child, their basic needs right now are to feel safe, secure, and certain in, in their, their home life, their family life, their safety, and their health in general. Um, I'd like to share a story with you. And it was pretty silly in the moment. And I just kind of said, oh, you know, pay attention and get focused back on class. But it is a huge sign of what our children are going through. So I, I'm going to share a story with you. Now, as I'm sure all of you know, or most of you know, I teach English through VIP Kid. VIP Kid is a Chinese company that pairs Chinese students with American teachers, right? And so the goal is for young children in China to learn English from North American teachers. And one of my long-term students, her name is Yuki. I've had her for months and months and months. And I was teaching Yuki the other day and I sneezed. Now, I sneezed because I have allergies. <laughs> And my allergies are especially, especially strong early in the mornings and around five or six in the evening. And these lessons, because of the time zone difference with China, I was teaching Yuki at around 5.30 in the morning. So my allergies were through the roof and I sneezed. Now keep in mind, Yuki is in China, all right? <laughs> I'm in Kingston, Jamaica. Obviously, our lessons are online, but I sneezed and this poor little girl covered her mouth and she insisted on covering her mouth the entire rest of the class. It made teaching her very difficult, to be honest, because I couldn't understand her pronunciation. She, she was pressing her hands to her mouth so, so strongly that her, her voice was just coming out muffled. Um... And of course, I'm trying to teach her. So I said, Yuki, I'm not sick. You know, just please uncover your mouth and let's continue the lesson. But there was no way to get that through to her. There was no way to have her understand. Number one, I don't have COVID-19. It's allergies. Number two, even if I had COVID-19, you're not going to catch it through a Zoom lesson. <laughs> but... The reason I share the story is not to laugh at this poor little girl. It's to show you that they're scared. You know, and no matter how well we try to explain the situation to them and the world's circumstances to them, they, they don't always understand. They don't always understand the situation. And so Yuki, in that, in that moment, she truly thought she was at risk. So... There's no way she's going to be able to focus on our class. I mean, my heart felt for her, but at the same time, I know she wasn't at risk. You know, it's just a matter of helping our children feel safe and focus after being able to feel safe, right? Once they feel safe, then they're able to focus and excel in other areas of their life. But I just wanted to share that story with you. Because uncertainty is a huge detriment to our children's learning. And if your child is finding that they're unfocused in lessons, that may be part of it. Their mind may just may not be into it, 
right? They they may just not be able to give the lessons 100%. Okay, that's reason number two. Reason number three as to why your child may be struggling to focus on their Zoom lessons is a lack of routine. All right, now, I know, I know, you may be saying, Steph, Stephanie, they have hours and hours and hours of Zoom lessons a day. Of course they have a routine. And I want to, I want to challenge you, all right? Because this routine is being forced upon them, all right? It's not a routine that they're really buying into. It's a routine that's being forced upon them. And at the end of the day, they also haven't been in this routine for very long. I mean, school just started up a few days ago, maybe a few weeks in, in some parts of the world or, or parts of the U.S. But it's a very new routine. And remember, it takes some time to adjust to a new routine. So that's reason number three. Reason number four is their developmental stage. All right. If your child is very young or if they have special learning needs like ADHD or autism spectrum disorder or Asperger syndrome, it's not entirely their fault. I mean, their brains are just not there developmentally. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but the human brain doesn't even finish developing until the early to mid 20s. I mean, our children are nowhere near 20 years old. <laughs> and I mean, I'm 29. So <laughs> I'll leave it at that. But you know, we have to give our children a little bit of grace because their brains just aren't developed. They just aren't developed all the way there yet. And so we have to be a little bit patient with them because it's not up to them, at least not 100%. Now, my last reason as to why they may be struggling to focus on school is because they may be zoomed out. <laughs> so recent studies have actually shown that engaging with people on Zoom is a completely different experience from engaging with people in person. It takes a lot more energy in order to connect with people through the screen. It takes a lot more focus than it normally would, and it's a lot more pressure on a person. You're seeing yourself on the screen. It may make you a little bit self-conscious. You may be seeing everyone at once, even though you used to, really as a student, you only used to see the teacher, right? Because all the students are facing forward. <laughs> but now everyone may be facing each other. They may be feeling very put on the spot. All right, and between feeling put on the spot, feeling self-conscious, and just feeling exhausted and depleted from the energy that it takes to engage on Zoom, it's no wonder that your child may just be over it. <laughs> they may be tired of Zoom. They may be burnt out and unwilling to continue that. And at the end of the day, our children don't really have the self-awareness to say, hey, mom, Hey teacher, I'm exhausted from staring at this computer screen. Can I just look away from the screen and just listen to the lesson instead? Our children may not realize that that's a, a plausible alternative. They may just say, or they may just think to themselves, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, 
I don't want to do school, right? And and they may not have the creativity or the self-awareness to try and find an alternative. So those are my five big reasons as to why your child is most likely struggling to focus on their Zoom lessons. Now stick with me. I'm just not I'm not just going to tell you why it's happening. I'm going to give you ways to combat it and ways to help your child get on the right track. So stick with me. Alrighty, so now you know the five main reasons as to why your child is probably struggling to focus in their Zoom classes. The five main reasons, do you remember them? We just covered them. Stress, uncertainty or feeling unstable, lack of routine, developmental stage, or just being Zoomed out. Okay, so if your child is feeling stressed, the best thing to do is to chat with them. Why is it that they're feeling stressed? Do they miss their friends? Do they miss their family? How can you help them address these stressors? Are they getting good sleep? Are they getting enough alone time, me time, so as to you know, recharge their batteries? I don't know about you and your children. I'm, I'm a total introvert. So if I were cooped up at home with my family, and if it was a big family for months and months and months, and then when school finally started back up, I couldn't go, and I was still stuck at home with no time, no alone time, no privacy. Oh boy, I would be I would be feeling pretty ragged <laughs> because I feel my best when I have time alone to just recharge and just be still and just be present. Be present with myself. <laughs> so check in with your child and help them understand and help them see where their stress might be coming from. Again, if your child is very young or if they have some sort of developmental need, they may not be very self-aware. So they may need you to give suggestions or to just help them sort of navigate the process. Now by suggestions, I don't mean for you to tell them why they're stressed. I mean, maybe give them, give them ideas and ask. Are you stressed because you miss family? Are you stressed because you want to go back to school? Just ask them and see what they say. They may not be able to piece the words together on their own, but you'd be surprised. They, they can communicate pretty clearly about what is or isn't bothering them. So just give them the chance to speak out and be heard about their stresses and their worries. Now, my second reason was uncertainty. And it kind of comes along with that, all right? Again, communication. Communication is key with your child. Now, I will, ooh, huge disclaimer here. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> my disclaimer is, I'm usually, I usually will always advocate for you to be open and honest with them and for you to have an open dialogue as long as it's age appropriate. However, if your child is feeling uncertain, unsafe, or insecure, then don't be super honest with them if you are also feeling unsafe and insecure. In this case, 
They don't need someone that they can relate to. They need to know that you will keep them safe and healthy and protected from the world. <laughs> so help your child see that they're not at risk, that you're taking care of them, even if they are a little bit at risk. Right now they need us to be super mom and super dad or wonder mom or whatever you want to call yourself. <laughs> right now they need that symbol of security and safety. Okay, and you know, just helping them see, no, no, honey, you're not going to get sick. That's why we wear masks. That's why we haven't been going out. You're not going to get sick through Zoom lessons. You're going to get sick if you go outside and you're, you stand very close to people. Now, or, or however you want to explain this to your child. Um, I'm not trying to make this a conversation about COVID or anything like that. But I do want you to see that, you know, just because your child doesn't have to see all of the uncertainty doesn't mean that they're not experiencing it and, and feeling worried about it to some extent. All right. My third potential reason was lack of routine. So clearly, if your child is already back in school, then a routine is already being implemented. So just help them stick to that routine as best as you can, as best as they can. And just being back in that good routine will help them feel settled and will help them feel a little bit safer. It's because routines give us that sense of security, that sense of, oh, okay, I know what's coming. I got this. There's not going to be any surprises, nothing new. I know what my day will hold. All right, and you would be amazed at just how much of a difference a routine can make for them in, in their feelings of security and safety. My fourth reason was developmental stage. Well, unfortunately, I can't really help you there. <laughs> I can't really help you there because there's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. They will grow at the rate at which you're growing, a day per day. <laughs> and the best that I can suggest is for you to be a little bit patient with them. And when they have a little bit of a meltdown, a little bit of a tantrum, just remember, we have years and years and years, maybe even decades of, of development over them, right? <laughs> decades of development that they haven't been able to have yet just by virtue of being a child. So just have a little bit of grace and a little bit of patience. That doesn't mean to, to coddle them or to let them walk all over you, but it does mean that we have to sometimes meet them a little bit on their level to just help them along, all right? And last but not least, they may be feeling zoomed out, all right? And... If that's the case, just help them voice that, all right? Help them figure out what it is that they're feeling depleted about. Is it being on camera? Is it having to talk? Maybe they're just scared to, to raise their hand in a brick and mortar classroom and now they're scared to raise their hand in a Zoom classroom. It, it may be as simple as that, but talk with your child. Give them a choice. Give them selective choices. That will actually also help a lot with uncertainty and lack of routine. If you give them 
a voice through selective choice. Do you want this or do you want this? Then they will feel like they have some sort of control over their lives. Like their lives are not just completely turned upside down, but that there is some sort of rhyme or reason and that they get a voice in choosing that rhyme and reason. (laughs) And you'll be amazed at how far that can go. In terms of Zoom, as best as you can, and I know it may not be up to you if they're in virtual school through their public school, but as much as you can, give them structured breaks during their learning. Don't expect your toddler or your six, seven, eight-year-old to sit through an eight-hour school day on a computer. Oh my gosh, I can't even do that. And it's my business and I love it. I, I can't imagine sitting eight hours straight in front of a computer ooh, for something that they might not even really be enjoying. <laughs> so as much as you can, give them structured breaks. And of course, this is going to sound a little bit silly because I do offer all of my tutoring and my programs online. But as much as possible, as much as you can, when given the option, keep as many lessons or extracurricular activities off of Zoom. If you have the option to do a Zoom Zumba class, for example, or to run around the backyard with your child, go run around in the backyard. Don't do that Zoom class. They don't need it. They'll get some fresh air. They'll get to spend quality time with you if they're running around in the backyard with you. And they'll get to give their eyes a break from the screens. (laughs) That's another part of Zoom and virtual learning. They may just not be feeling super great. Check in with your child and make sure that they're not getting headaches from all the computer screens. And if they are, I highly recommend getting them computer glasses or blue light blockers. My glasses are actually computer glasses and they have been a total lifesaver. Um, You can tell that they're, (laughs) you can tell my glasses are blue light blockers because when I take pictures, the blue light gets reflected and the glare from my glasses are always blue or like purplish kind of color. So I know that they work (laughs) because I definitely get headaches when I don't wear them. And also because you can see it in all of my pictures. So Talk to your child. They may fe- they may be getting headaches because of school or because of schooling on on the computer. But in case you kind of missed the memo, the through line for today's episode is talk with your child. Talk with them about the stress they're feeling. Talk to them about feeling uncertain or unsafe. Talk to them about being zoomed out. Ask them if their head hurts and if they'd like to take a break from the computers. You'd be amazed. They may actually say, yeah, I don't want a screen in my face. (laughs) Which I know would be surprising for a lot of our children and students that are always trying to get on an iPad. But they may just be exhausted of screens and exhausted of the blue light shining in their face. So there you have it. Those are my five reasons why they may be struggling And those are my five, six-ish or so tips to help them, to help you help them 
get on board and do better with school. My last bit for today is my plea for your help. Now, my tutoring schedule is almost full and the doors to the Clever Kid curriculum membership are closed. However, I want to keep helping you. And that's actually where my plea for your help comes in. I have my one-on-one -on -one tutoring. I have my membership program, but I'm looking to develop a study skills crash course for middle school students, right? I would love your feedback on how I can make this course work for you, work for parents just like you or for you if you're looking for something like that. Now, where my plea for help comes in is I need your feedback, all right? I would love it if you reached out on the Learning Corners website. Once again, that's services.tutorintinseltown.com backslash TLC. And there's a button at the bottom that says, if you have a question or suggestion for the Learning Corner, all you have to do is click that button and pop in your feedback or your thoughts on this course. It can be as simple as, oh, an email course would be great, or short lessons are better than long lessons, anything, anything that you think would be helpful to make the program better, to make the program something that a student like yours would want to actually consume, all right? This would be a course for the students, although if you think it'd be better to make it for parents, then I truly hope you'll write in that little message box and say, oh, Stephanie, that's a bad idea. It would be better if it was for parents. <laughs> and I will absolutely take that into consideration. Now, I know at the very beginning, I said that my plea for help came with a sweet, sweet gift. And I'm not, I haven't forgotten that, my friend. My sweet, sweet gift is that the first five people to reach out through the button on the Learning Corners website and give me feedback, will actually get to be my beta testers. And that is a win-win situation because you'll be giving me feedback to make the program or to build the course, <laughs> to build a better course. And if you're a beta tester, you're getting access to the course for free. All right, it's a win-win. I want to help even more families Doors to the membership are closed and my tutoring schedule is almost full. So I can only do so much within a day. But if I build this course, then that's my way of being able to help more students, help more families, and just help more people within my community and also beyond my community across the world. So please reach out to me. I would appreciate any and all feedback I want this course to be fun, easy, and most of all, effective for your child and for you <laughs> and your family. So that is your big to-do for today, my friend. I don't always give you a to-do, but today I am. Your to-do for today is to please, please, please 
reach out on the Learning Corners website and give me some feedback on what you think would help me make this course an absolute smashing success. All right. Remember, if you're one of the first five, you'll get to be a beta tester for free. And your second to do for the day is to talk with your child. All right. If they're struggling to keep focused during their Zoom lessons, talk to them and see if they're stressed or if they are Zoomed out or if they're just getting headaches from all the screens. <laughs> all right. I had a great time with you today. I'm so excited. I'm pumped to hear your feedback for the course. Thank you for spending this time with me today. Till next time. Thanks again for joining me for today's episode of The Learning Corner, where I give you the tools to get your child from where they are to a place of lifelong success.